Welcome everybody to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. In this video, we will be reviewing Andor Episode 4. I'm joined with Dylan, of course. And please, if you stay to the end of the video, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and check out our other playlist where we do reviews every week of your favorite shows. But Dylan, uh, this is a great episode, uh, very different from other Star Wars shows, but I want to get your initial thoughts of it. Yeah, I'm loving this series so far. Uh, you can definitely tell this is the higher-end quality of the Star Wars franchise. Um, Tony Gilroy, the director, uh, he's known for the Bond, I mean, uh, the Bourne trilogy. Uh, so you can kind of feel that, what he brings to, to this show. And this this whole episode um, kind of focus on, like, miscommunication and, like, last-minute decisions. There's pressure on everybody in this episode, like, on both sides, on the, the Rebels and the Empire. So we kind of start off with uh, with Luthen and and Cassian, and they're kind of like forming this trust, but it's not really trust. And I, I said before, like I, I kind of don't trust Luthen a hundred percent, and we kind of see that because he he does say like Cassian is like technically disposable. Um, but we get to meet uh, Luthen's, I guess, crew, and we also get to see finally uh, we're returning to Coruscant. Uh, for how? many movies and shows it's been since we've had a uh, Coruscant for a while so yeah it was cool great great to see that we get to see like the inner workings of the Imperial Security Bureau uh, we don't really see that much uh, other than like in live action other than like you know legends and comics so it's great yeah uh, what were your thoughts on this episode yeah it's awesome um that we get to see more of Coruscant I, w- I was like waiting for like a proper like you know modern take on with CGI especially uh with Coruscant it looks beautiful um, although I felt a little nervous because from a lot of comics, it's like you have to be really careful walking around there else Empire will bust you for anything. Um, it's really cool, the show, man. It's so cool because it feels it's weird to say, but it feels even more lived in. Like I, I could kind of relate more with this, um, even like with Luthen, his like little uh, facade or like his little shop, right, that he later meets Mon Mothma in. Um, it just feels like, I don't know, any like present day type of like shop and it kind of feels a little bit like game of thronesy too this episode i kept on like harkening back and there's so many actors from game of thrones uh coming here um i loved it to be honest with you um you know it's interesting because with a star wars show uh you don't expect to be really bored um i feel like for a younger audience they'll kind of feel a little bit bored watching this show um but i respect that because it's a very mature approach uh to star wars right and there's a lot of dialogue and I think it's written beautifully. Um, so tell us mm-hmm. your other thoughts on it. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, um, it's definitely meant for mature audiences. But I like that there's more nuance to this show than we've seen like previously. Like, I mean, Mandalorian kind of has that. And you could say other shows have it too. But I think those kind of shows are meant for like the whole family. Like a more well-rounded show. This show definitely feels like it, there's like a certain like nuance to it and and you could definitely tell like there's this kind of like style that that tony gilroy adds to it it definitely feels like we're watching like like a spy thriller or like a jason bourne-esque type of movie uh in this series it's so funny because like the isb and like the empire kind of feels like the cia like <laughs> going after cassian um yeah and it's so funny because like watching this episode cassian reminded me so much of of Jin Erso, uh, because at this time he doesn't really fully commit to the cause he's kind of like like the rebel alliance and all these other pockets they're just kind of like useless uh in his opinion so he's not there yet so like you said in the last uh, review um 
eventually he's going to be like more of a Luthen character down the line. I can see that. But just interesting that we see the parallels. Too. And even Luthen gives him a, a kyber crystal, too. So it's just funny, like like the kyber crystal is kind of like this motif of like, you know, hope for for the galaxy. Um, What else happened? But yeah, that was cool, too, that, uh, you know, we get to see like Luthen like behind the scenes, like his kind of like you said, like facade. He has like this front, you know, where it's kind of like this like information hub. We see more of Mon Mothma. That was cool. Like we get to see like the inner workings of like how she's kind of like forming the rebellion so she's kind of like funding them too we even see like bits of like her relationship with her husband too so he's kind of like this uh suck up to you know all the the imperials too so it's it's weird how like even in her domestic life you know she still has like struggles like she's like oh you're, you're gonna laugh about like people like suffering and shit like that so i thought that was interesting oh also i should mention uh i don't know if you noticed too um in luthan's art gallery we saw Star Killer's armor that was an awesome cameo. What did you, did you notice that? I thought I honestly thought that was just a Mando thing. Um, from first witnessing it, was it really Star Killer? Well, there was Mando's armors too. Was in there too. If you, if you guys rewatch it, there was like Mando's armor was in this little section, and then behind them there was like the statue, and it had. Oh. I don't know if it was the full armor, but the helmet was definitely like Star Killer. I don't oh, know if it's that. Canon, but right, right, right. I was looking at that. I was like, this seems familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Oh yeah, I was looking. I was like, why does this look familiar? And I was like, oh shit. So right. it's like it's probably not canon, but it's probably just like a cool little, mm-hmm. little Easter egg. That I appreciated. Um, yeah, and we also saw what happened with uh with Inspector Karn. So he moved back with his mom. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> So he's kind of fallen from grace. Um, and we also get introduced to new Imperials, too. So, yeah, what were your thoughts on, like, the ISB scenes? Oh, uh, yeah, they were awesome. I mean, yeah, we finally get to see uh, Dedra Miro. Um, I heard a lot of talk about her before the show came out. So we get to see Denise Goh's uh, portrayal of her. Um, I, she kind of reminds me a lot of uh, Cyril a little bit, like just trying to to be proper, but at the same time, you know, make her way um, up, you know. Uh, higher rankings um and also we see anton lesser from game of thrones uh you know and so that was pretty cool um i'm surprised we didn't see what's her name uh, i was gonna say fucking uh siri from uh or what's her name from uh game of thrones um cersei yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. uh yeah no it, no it was really cool uh, you know what it reminds me of because sometimes like i watched that's what this tone reminds me of there's a show on peacock if you guys are interested in watching it called save me um which the actor from Morgan is like there. It's not, nothing to do with like authority or anything like that, but it feels like a very type of like UK kind of show. Like it's very, the color palette is very kind of like muted. It, it kind of seems like it would be raining somewhere and, and there's always something serious going on. And that's not very Star wars Star Wars is like very vibrant and stuff. So when we get to uh, just the inner workings of the Empire, I greatly appreciate that. I think it's really awesome to see that everyone's struggling, even from the you know inside. Um, and then also, which is cool too, because I keep hearkening this back to Game of Thrones because when they were on the other planet, it kind of reminds me of the wildlings. <laughs> so it's like they were there. Um, they were rocking the AK Star Wars, uh, you know, guns. Um, yeah, I want to actually get your thoughts on this too because I, I got a feeling a lot of people are going to die. What do you think of like, you know, the whole thing, the whole um, heist that they want to do. That reminds me a lot of Solo as well. Because um, apparently Cassian has promised 200,000 credits, uh, which is a lot, I uh, I would imagine. So what do you think about, like, mm-hmm. all the characters there and stuff? 
Well, it was really interesting. It was a very diverse cast, and some of our favorite actors were actually part of this uh, rebel group. Um, if anybody watches uh, End of the Fucking World, uh, we actually saw Alex Lothar. Uh, he played uh, Nemec, I think. And our favorite uh, cousin, Richie, from The Bear. Cousin! <laughs> I feel like he was, like, they were, like, smuggling credits in, like, tomato cans or something. Right. <laughs> it was, like, all, like, nice at the end. They were, like, crying, right. kind of. <laughs> see all the spaghetti sauce, like, everywhere. They were eating spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he was like, make the fucking spaghetti sauce, Clem. <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. And we get introduced to this uh, new character named Vel. She's kind of like this uh, this leader of this group. And yeah, so they're they're planning like this big heist uh, on this Imperial garrison. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that could go awry. I mean, they said like they have to time it right, otherwise, like like Cassian said, like they'll they'll be dead in like like nine minutes, right? And there are only seven people going up against the garrison. But I I feel like this will. Because Cassian's kind of like reckless right now. He's not like how we see him in Rogue One. Like he's very calculated. Like he knows what he's doing. Um, so this is maybe like how we see him evolve from from Rogue One or to Rogue One from this, right? So we kind of see like how he's how he's starting to form like leadership skills and how he he is with like working with the team. So I think he, it could be really really interesting. Um, but yeah, what did you, what were your thoughts on like seeing like the the new rebels? Well, it reminds me a lot of Rogue One. It's like this whole thing. I think they have uh, uniforms that they're going to try to like infiltrate there and then take it, take the little shipment out. Um, yeah, I think it's really awesome. Uh, it, it really shows the dedication um, that I guess the early rebels had, right? Just eating roots and stuff like that. And I also like, again, I'm glad we saw a lot of Mon Mothma because she does have a lot of pressure on her and she's like really like helping these people out as much as she can um and that's why i appreciate the mature tone because another show we're reviewing is handmaid's tale and it kind of reminds me of like you know um this mm -hmm. you know rebel rebels this just, underground group. right yeah just trying to be you know sneaky and and you know um yeah i think it's really cool i wonder if luthan is the father of of the girl i wonder which girl uh, oh, the leader, Vel. right? Because there's like some vibe going on. Like I feel like there's like a little vibe. I could, I could mm -hmm. kind of see it. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why he made her leader. He's like putting pressure on her, kind of. Well, then it makes me think. Oh, is he really gonna die too? Like later on? I mean, we have plenty of episodes too, so we're only in episode four. Well, we don't see him down the line in Rogue One, so I would imagine eventually he might have to die, and then he kind of. Did did Cass? I forgot. Did Cassian? He didn't have a kyber crystal in Rogue One because he said he wanted that that crystal back. So mm -hmm. maybe he gives it to him before he dies or something. Probably, yeah. I could see, yeah, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and also it reminds me a lot of Jedi, um, you know, Rogue One. So it's like there's like this nice little tie, and there was mentions of Saw Gerrera too, which is interesting, mm -hmm. right? So everything's revolving kind of like or tied to this kyber crystal. And they mentioned uh, Scarif too. So it's kind of right. like we're we're getting the seeds of a rogue one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was like it was great, you know, acting from both sides. You know, we got to see like how the empire operates and how like these underground they're so similar. It's 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 funny cuz like they both have different intentions. They both want to root each other out. Like the empire is like like dedicating all their resources to like getting these rebels and the rebels are dedicating all their time and effort to bring down the empire. So it's just funny like how similar they are, but they they both kind of like act in different ways too. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, 
I hope that this show, you know, will. I think a lot of other showrunners will probably take from this show and and try to emulate this type of mature tone, especially that the MCU is trying to, or they'll eventually get to a more mature state. I hope the same for Star Wars because I think this is a great start because it doesn't have to be gratuitous, but it's very mature in the way it delivers its narrative, and I and and just the planning and stuff. We I feel like there's a lot of time to breathe, right? Um, we we haven't seen the heist this episode. I thought we were going to, but no. So next episode we'll probably see it. And I feel so, you know, I feel kind of worried for Cassian because not only does he have to pretend that he's Clem, but he also has to learn, um, you know, the inner workings of this heist. And a poor guy just wants to eat, and now he has to pay attention to that. So, um, so what are your predictions for next episode? Uh, so obviously they're gonna have to go through with this heist. I feel like something's gonna go wrong. One of one of the uh, I have a feeling somebody's gonna be a traitor in this Rebel Alliance for some reason. Oh, like there has to be like maybe a, like a mole or something, right? You know, because you always in these kind of shows you always like whenever you have like a heist kind of thing, like somebody always ends up either fucking up or they're like a traitor to the Empire too. Like maybe the Empire like buys one of them out or something. So I feel like that could happen um yeah more pressure on mon mothma we could see like how she's dealing with like the senate and how she's kind of like funding these rebels like on the low and how she deals with like the politics of like the empire and the senate too so because like she even said like she if if they fall she's the first one to go right so it's, it's more pressure on her uh, if anything um more of the isb obviously we're gonna see like you know this character um She's probably going to, I mean, she, it was weird because like she it's it's a weird doctrine for the Empire because like he even said like they're not a security bureau because why are they going to they could just go to the Navy. Right. So they're 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 functioning basically like healthcare. They're they're a treatment. So I feel like this this uh, ISB character like she's going to, you know, work around the, like work around like the the policies of you know the Empire because that's really like how you get shit done is like when you when you break the rules kind of. So it's interesting, like like seeing like the empire and the rebel the rebels how they kind of like work around like their 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 dogmas, you know, to to get their their goals achieved, I guess. Um, but yeah, what are your what are your predictions for for next episode? Yeah, I think Dedra and uh, Surreal are probably going to be in cahoots a little bit later on. They they kind of match in vibes. I got a feeling they're going to meet with each other somehow. Uh-huh. And Cyril's gonna try to help Dedra. Maybe he's, and I, I always think that Cyril's gonna like come to an understanding of the Rebel Alliance and perhaps join him in the future or something like that. Um, I think the heist is gonna kind of go awry, and I think Alex uh, Lothar's character is gonna die. Always like when there's like a sweet type of character that's understanding, right? And maybe is mm-hmm. young and kind of teaches you some like uh, wisdom here and there. They end up dying a little bit later on. I got a feeling he's going to die. Um, and I think people are going to blame Cassian uh, for that too, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good amount of action next episode. Um, and I and I wonder if we'll ever see Palpatine uh, interacting with Mon Mothma. I wonder if it's like a, oh shit, you know, like type of moment mm-hmm. um, where like somehow she just meets him. And, and then he tells her, I am the Senate or something like that. And then everyone's going to like, wow, right. you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, final thoughts. Uh, so how would you rate this episode? I rate it pretty high. I'd probably give it an 8 or 9. Yeah. Um, I think the quality was there. This was a very interesting episode. We got to see like a little more backstory uh, into Cassian. You know, he was a 
a cook on member. I don't know that was, that was so funny. To me. I just imagined him like making super and the bear. Spaghetti sauce. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was working spaghetti. at the beef <laughs> on member. <laughs> um, yeah, great acting, great introductions to new characters. Uh, it was it was an op- awesome episode seeing like the different like POVs of everybody in the show, uh, other than Cassian, right? And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the quality, of course, as I said last episode, is there. Great, great shots. Like when we saw like uh, Coruscant, it kind of felt, it f- kind of felt like like we were looking at like a New York like skyline or like an aerial shot too. So it's it's crazy like how they make Star Wars feel like so like relatable. Even like when when Cyril like went to his apartment, I feel like that's an actual like fucking hotel or some shit. Like that was his Airbnb or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, great, great quality overall. So how would you rate it? Yeah, for sure. I think I would rate it like a nine out of ten. I I, I appreciated the episode. Um, every episode was great. There was a lot of action in episode three, so we get a little breather, right? In this episode, and and there's something going on in the middle of it where it's like this type of energy where like we're getting ready, and I feel like it's like you know a lot of people will probably die. Um, I you know that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. A lot of episodes like you don't really know who's gonna make it out. So yeah. I mean, so guys, that is our review of episode four for Andor. If you like the video, don't forget to give a little do to the like button. Uh, we really appreciate it. Also, share it, right? Try to uh, show us some support. We would greatly appreciate it. We have a lot of content coming out, too. Uh, October is around the corner, so we have plenty of movie reviews. Uh, possibly a PlayStation Showcase reaction. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on Instagram. I think Dylan will probably also do an Instagram update officially. Um, so you could check that out. Again, follow us on our social channels and wherever you like to listen to podcasts as well. But Dylan, as always, please take us away. Well, thank you guys for tuning into our review for Andor Episode 4. Uh, like Akram said, make sure you're following us for more content. Uh, we'll probably be releasing our Handmaid's Tale Episode 4 episode, uh, today as well after this release. Uh, we have more content planned, obviously, for October. It's a lot of spooky stuff. Uh, we got uh, the Barbarian review. We got Hellraiser Halloween uh, ends. Uh, that's on October 14th. So, of course, we got to do a review for that. We yeah. may possibly be doing a, a Dahmer review. So if you guys have been watching this show on Netflix, uh, we'll probably be covering that as well. Uh, make sure you're following us whatever platform you're listening to. YouTube, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Uh, like Akram said, we do... Uh, have clips on our Instagram page you can check out uh, and also on our TikTok page as well. So thank you guys so much and until then, thanks for having lunch with us. See you guys. (laughs) 